so cheap. Gordon. 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 Dwayne Carraway getting in on it. Like when we started the segment, Hello. he wasn't here. Then all of a sudden, <gasps> here he is. It's Gordon. Hello, invasion. Good morning, Hi, to Gordon. You. How are you guys doing? Great. How awesome. are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Just got out of a big time meeting. It was high level. Yeah. I've never seen you pay attention so hard in a meeting. That's ridiculous. Like when I walked by impressive. and saw it's that. I like nod off in all of those meetings. I can tell you what was said. <laughs> Man. I would like to pull the curtain back a bit, if you don't mind. Okay. I know you're a little hesitant right, the, at that at pull times. Pull back the curtain music. I like to see what's on the other side. That's what. That's how we pull back the curtain. What is? What are your sport viewing habits? What am my sport viewing habit? Yes, they're habits. Um, like I, I'm always curious gosh. because every time we have a. Uh, <laughs> A, uh, you know, sports related things. Gordon is always excluded, but I don't think you you run from watching sports or am I totally wrong? Like, I know you watch Cowboys because it's what we do around here. Correct. But other than that, are you even seeking out watching any type of sporting event? No. The and answer you, is no. And have you always been like that? Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I think that even when I, <laughs> didn't watch i'm trying to think cowboy games about the only thing that i would watch of my own leisure and pleasure but uh and then rangers i I followed the rangers a little while in the late 90s seems like i got into them then when they Ah, first started making their playoff run with pudge and juan gone yes watched them then but as far as seeking out sporting events i don't think that i've have you ever been to a live sporting event? Sure, lots of them. Just because, of, because the of the job. No, now, I mean, outside okay. of this. Outside not going as a part for work. Oh, like like yeah. someone handed you 50-yard line tickets to not even a Cowboy game. Let's say it's the biggest game of the week. So You're there I in have that city. 50 tickets on the one-yard no, line? No, 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 no. You have uh, two tickets at the 50-yard 50 50 line. line tickets. Okay, That's I the see. middle of a football field. <laughs> um, okay, Uh yeah, I would go see if it was a big game. I'd go see it probably. How but maybe I don't know. Would you go to Texas OU at the Cotton Bowl? It seems like I went to one of those for it, fun. Just it has no association. You're not going to yeah. talk about it on the air. Yeah, I, yeah. It seems like I went to one of those, but I'm not sure on that. <laughs> one of those. Yeah, right. Okay, is it true? <laughs> Truth or dare? Okay. Ooh. And I would always watch the Super Kiss Bowl even before seconds. I worked at the station. I'm asking I, you. Uh, actually, truth truth or dare, Gordon. Okay. You have to pick one. Oh, I do? Yeah. That's how, That's how the game works. Uh, what the hell is going on? No, truth. Dare. Okay. Well, then why, how is it a game? Because I, we know what you need to pick. Okay. You only pick dares if we have a bigger group of people. Okay. How many people do you need for that? I'll think about that. When was the last time you, you actually played real truth or dare? It's been a long, probably college. Yeah. As you're in a room, you know, it's like 12 people and yeah. you're nervous because uh-huh. half of the room's girls and guys. And yeah. And everyone's hoping man. they get dared to do some kissing. <laughs> that yeah, was the, very yeah. popular at church lock-ins. Yeah, it was. Very Truth popular. Truth of mm-hmm. Did you read a book during the NBA finals? Oh. Um, that is true. Absolutely. That is true. I was reading M. Scott Peck's The Road 
further down the road less traveled. It was a follow-up to what? the road less traveled. You're at the NBA Finals. Correct, yes. History yeah. in front of you because it's mm-hmm. the Mavericks' first yeah. but Finals run. In my defense, there were a lot of other ticket guys who were sitting around me, and I knew that they were paying attention, so we had it covered. It wasn't, it wasn't like I needed to watch all of it. People are celebrating. It's like, ah, you got beer on my page. Yeah. That is incredible. And I believe I had a highlighter with me. <laughs> so I'm highlighting How particular passages and all that, that noise. Um, I don't know. I'm sure it was difficult to do it. You know, I was Man. telling people around me to keep it down. I remember that. <laughs> and it startles you as they, right. as they celebrate a bucket. Yes. You know, you kind of drop, yes. lose your place. And then they would get confused after I would read a p- particularly incisive and insightful passage, you know. I would jump up and start cheering, and it'd be at a quiet moment during the game, and everyone was very confused. You have the that. highlighter top in your mouth. Mm-hmm. As you f- yes. Put it, that yeah, is- that is a true story. And for some reason that, I guess I didn't realize what a big reaction that would get from people, but people still bring that up all the time or tweet me pictures Dude, when they see insane. someone else reading a book at a sporting event, but... It's yeah, a, apparently that's very bad form. You're not supposed to do it. It's a finals game. Yeah. And you're reading a book. Yes. Why not just I was doing the- something that was actually interesting. <laughs> so the last time you attended a sporting event without a ticket credential. Oh, man. I, I don't. Like a, a professional sporting event. This century. Since 2000. Yeah, I'm not years. sure that's really happened. Wow. No, I've no, I take that back because I remember when I was in Boston, I went to watch the Rangers and the Red Sox play. At, at, uh, what's the okay, name? Don't, of tell the me, park? don't tell me, don't tell me. It's got the green monster. It's, it's Fenway. Fenway. All right, there we go. There we go. That's great. You do work at a sports station. And I went of my own green. volition to go see it and, uh, of course, I got the hookup because we knew people That's worked fine. for the Rangers. That's fine. But went and watched them play, and that was the night that Benji Molina hit for the cycle. Wow. He saw a cycle. Yes. Wow. And that's pretty rare, isn't it? It is rare, yes. Especially for Benji Molina, because I remember when he got the triple, and Tom Greve Yeah, watching nuts. him trying to run that one. <laughs> to hustle out a triple, right. Did you know at the time he hit the cycle, did you understand... Oh yes, and I was with I was with other people who knew even less about baseball than I did, and I was trying to make them aware. I said, "So you're you have to watch." Yes, I was explaining this. I was saying <laughs> you have to watch this because this That's guy awesome. is one accomplishment away from hitting for the cycle, and this would be a huge historic thing. And uh, lo and behold, he does it. Hits for the cycle. So I was there when he, how many Rangers have hit for the cycle? It may be only one or two. Yeah, Beltre did it twice, I think. And somebody random did it, like Gary Matthews Jr. Shinsu's done it. Yeah, Shinsu Chu did it. Oh, apparently it's... Oh, so those it's are not, fake. It's not. No, no. Oh, those are real. That's People real. are talking. <laughs> real. This, this. Okay, so it's July destabilized my sense of reality. I have eleven Rangers have hit oh, okay. for the cycle. So see, it's pretty common. No, there's only no. been like three hundred and something in baseball history. Okay. Which, out of the grand scheme of all of them, there's been slightly more cycles than no hitters, but we make a much bigger deal out of no hitters. I've also witnessed a perfect game. What? Yes, In I was person. there when Kenny Rogers what? threw his perfect game. In so you're like the 
Yeah. Oh my you're like the God. magic elixir Wait, for what? history. Okay, you and I are going to a game together. And it seemed like I'm there was you. one other crazy <laughs> sports thing I witnessed. I can't remember what it was. I witnessed Eddie Belfour's collapse in the NHL finals one time. Okay, that was game one of the 2000 Cup finals. Oh, no! That, he, was, that was when George and Craig... Because I had seven this, goals. You know, I had, I had these ridiculous idiot sports opinions... Where everyone says some player's real great, and then I watch him, and I go, I don't see what's so great about this player. And everybody's like, no, no, no. I mean, I remember this with Dak. When Dak had played so well that first season, I said, I don't understand why you can't even consider him being the quarterback over Tony Romo. No, Gordon, you, you just don't do it. Tony Romo's the guy, <laughs> and uh, Dak will never be the guy. I mean, Tony Romo's your guy. and uh, George. And lo and behold, it was... That's exactly what happened. You know, and it's and it is, and it funny. takes a childlike mind to see certain things and, in sports. And I think that's why your our, our observations hit home because you know we all feel that we've watched this for a long time. We know what we're talking about, and you're going, man, I just don't see it. Yeah, and it's, I'm telling you, I'm reporting an unfiltered view of what's right in front of me, and not and the with Eddie Belfour or anything. I was watching Eddie Belfour going, you know, I don't think he's quite as great and crisp as everyone. As you guys, with your legacy yeah. memory of Eddie yeah. Belfour, is yeah. you know it's coloring the way you're seeing him now. I'm saying, you know, I, I just don't see that he's so great. And they were like, "Gordon, you're an idiot." Just watch. Do us a favor. We're going to the game tonight. We're watching him here in the finals. It'll be game one, and just really pay attention to Eddie, and you will see the intricacies that make him such a great. And how many goals did he give up? He was uh, seven to three was what they lost the game with. Yeah, and he let in I think uh, five or six, and they pulled him from the game. And that was the cough syrup or whatever that he had and blamed he that he had taken that, beforehand, and it and it numbed him. And to this day, if if he hadn't done that, we would have back to back cups. Yeah, just saying. And this was all the just watch tonight. Do us a favor. Do if you can commit to this, you will see Gordon. And I watched, and that was. The so greatest crazy. sports watching experience I've ever had because I had George and Craig on either side of me and everything that happened would just, <laughs> I would just go crazy. Idiot. Because it they was were bad real quick too. It was like you would not have written that in a comedy movie because it's just, that's too obvious that it's going to happen this way. So July 16th, 2010 is Benji Molina's yeah. hitting for the cycle. And you were there in I Boston was there to witness it. In Boston, witnessed it. Absolutely. That is remarkable. I mean, the perfect game is crazier because that was in 94. So why did you go to a Rangers game in 94? Okay, so that one was kind of ticket related. Because I was going to a lot of games. It was right after the ballpark opened, right after the ticket went on the air. So I was going out to the ballpark quite a bit because I really enjoyed that experience. Okay. Because we had our own like booth. There was one booth that wasn't used by the regular press. And so they kind of just let the ticket guys sit in there. And we would sit in there and watch it. And then I was there that, that day, that night. Do you miss the locker room clubhouse interactions? That was, uh, pretty much a staple of ticket, uh, in the early days. What do you mean? Like the actual going, going to the locker room after a game, oh. a clubhouse after a game and trying to you do know, bits or even talk to everyone. I, I hated that because the, that was a weird experience too because I wasn't aware how prickly baseball players are. Like they're noted for being some of the biggest jerks of all the professional sports. And I guess it's because they have so many games and they have so much dealings with the press and it is, to me, in my childlike mind, I thought it was really weird 
Well, I, I understand why they're prickly. We get to go into their private space right after the game and just loiter around until they're ready they're to nude. talk to us. They're just, yeah, the guys are getting out of the shower and everything. Yeah, I would be pissed if weird. I were them too. Yeah. And I'd, I'd question that practice and everybody's like, no. I mean, like when they started, um, being kind of jerky and everything, I'd say, well, I kind of understand because, they, no, you don't understand. We have the right to be in here because we're the press. It's the way it's been for hundreds of years. Yeah, you are a big jerk. Just because it's been this way for a while doesn't mean that it's wrong. It's very odd. It's very true. And baseball very. players are the worst as far as. Yeah, they were really tested. Yeah, hockey players are the nicest dudes in the world. Hands but, down. But I also didn't know that they were testy and you're supposed to approach them like church mice and all this kind of Excuse stuff. Excuse me, do you mind? So I would go up and just ask them for bits. Like, I didn't think anything of it because I didn't know that yet. Radio superstar coming through. And I was shocked at how many of them were nice. Like some of, a lot of them would just do it and other media people were like, I can't believe you went up and asked so and so. It's like, why? Why is that? Oh, cause he's, he's known for this and this and this. Well, I didn't know he had any of this backstory. And that's if you just approach him like that. The blank normally, slate. Yeah. Normally about 75, 80% of the time they're down with it. You know, you could have people that are going to be in a bad mood. It happens. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I got turned down. St- Stone Cold by Vladimir Guerrero because that was my ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to speak with. I don't even know if I had a bit plan. I just wanted to talk to Vladdy, and I walked man. up one time in the clubhouse and said, "Hey, Vladdy, you have a second? He said, "No," and I no. turned around, walked out, got in my car, <laughs> drove home, trying the stay. whole way. And you haven't I, been in the locker room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hasn't been back to the locker. I didn't even stay. I was like, okay, I can't go to the clubhouse. It happens, man. That uh, that wrecked me. But then we did uh uh. Uh, in, an interview with him, Bob did in Spanish. You remember that? And oh, yeah. it was just because he's not, he doesn't speak English well. So yeah. it's, that's going to be difficult to do a, uh, an interview in English. And I didn't know he was really nice when Bob attempted to uh, speak to him and do the whole interview in Spanish, but that wrecked me. One of my first interactions with baseball players was they had some event out at the ballpark. It was like the legends of the game or something like this. And I interviewed. I, I need to bring the list of people I interviewed that day. I mean, it was, you know, Gaylord Perry and and Reggie Jackson, who was my childhood hero. I loved Reggie. Got to talk with him and Mickey Mantle and all these people. And that was the one that I remember people saying, I can't believe Reggie played along with you and that Mickey played along with you. Because apparently those were both known as jerks to the media at times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they were great. And I got to talk to him. Really impressed my dad because his childhood hero was Mickey Mantle. And then I got to talk to Reggie. And this is like the second time I was ever at the ballpark kind of thing. Isn't it, it was great, great when you have a hero like that and he turned out to be the nicest guy in the world? Yes. At Randall Cunningham, I met him and I was floored about how nice he was. But then it's just, oh, my gosh, it's everything I pictured. Yeah. He's tall, handsome. <laughs> and he's nice. How great is that? It's awesome. But then Good when the dude. guy turns around and be, you know, he's kind of a jerk, that wrecks you a bit. I know it. You have this, you put him on this pedestal of, okay, I just want to speak to this guy. That's all I want to do. And then they that just really kind of turn you, you down and it, it, it really messes with you for a while. But it's tough. I mean, you think about those people and how many interactions they have I with know, people. I know. They don't know and you. They have to have time for a human life, too, and they're in a bad spot. What yeah. if they're pissed off because they just got into a fight with someone on the phone everything, and then, but they're expected to be Hello, really sweet to you when they see you? And, I, and, yeah, it breaks your heart if they're not. My heart, is, it's been broken a while. 
because I, of Vlad. Times. Well, the, the Vlad but Randall thing, made up for the it. The Vlad thing wrecked me. That Randall was really early. Vlad wrecked me. Yeah, but that, that's not. I mean, that's just him. I know, and I didn't know that at the time. I you mean, just know you got Stone Cold turned out in front of everyone. Experiences that you have where you're just like, man, I loved this guy. You were my favorite player, and now I don't even like. like I can't ever get this out of my mind. I, I hate player you. <laughs> like maybe you go home and you're an amazing dad and husband and really kick ass with your friends, but you are a colossal A. But I've heard people call A prof- oh. pro <laughs> athletes. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I've heard people call pro athletes jerks. I say, yeah, I went up to him one time and asked if I could have his autograph or take a selfie with him, or could he just talk to my friend on the phone or whatever it is that they're requesting of the athlete. And uh and they go, yeah, and he was a complete jerk to me and said no. And I go, well, so where where was this? Where did it happen? I was at this restaurant, restaurant you know, and yeah, I went up and he was eating with his family. And I went up and asked him everything, and I'm like, well, wait, that's a little bit more context here. Right, right. But, you know, everybody's cropping stories to right fit their narrative. Yeah. All right, hit the signal. I like pulling the curtain back on Sports Gordo. Sports Gordo. I'm secretly a sports genius. I just don't even know it myself yet. So during the my bold Cowboy game on Sunday, what book will you be reading? Uh, you know, I'm reading this book called Perfume. It's really good writing. So there you go. <laughs> All right, great review. <laughs> Thanks for that, Gordon. Yes, sir. Appreciate the visit. We'll see you next week. We'll talk college football with Greg McElroy next.